0: Welcome to issue 88 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at the most critical piece of the game, the encounter set. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters unfairly labeled as villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Kennedy Hawk, and joining me today is Steve. Hey, how's it going, Kennedy Hawk? Pretty good. Daniel? Daniel?
1: Hello, sir. Welcome. Welcome, welcome.
0: And Mike. Hello. Good to
2: have you on the show. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Are you as excited to be here as as you are for the new Hawkeye show? No, that's not even a
0: question. <laughs> in fact, I'm not paying attention. I'm just watching the trailer on another screen right now. On loop. Does it look good? It looks flawless. Almost.
1: Flawless. Flawless.
2: It's got the good Hawkeye in it. It's
0: got, yeah, it's, it's got the good Hawkeye and the mediocre Hawkeye and Pizza Dog, but either way. Uh, pizza Dog, we're good.
3: Yeah. So this is a little weird. We have Kenny Hawk on from the Marvel Champions Monthly Show. Uh, what are you doing here? You, yeah, you he's do- not
1: very villainous.
0: Yeah, you're like the superest of superheroes. That's that's what you think. But really, I just have this deep desire and passion to destroy things. So I've come to talk about all things destruction today. Oh, Sweet. Nice. That sounds fun. I promise to not destroy the podcast on my way out.
1: Before you talk about all these things, can I I ask you a question, Kennedy Hawk? Sure. Kind of a what's on your mind tonight. Um, I got a question, but it it came to me from Drax's champion until Daredevil.
0: Okay, we're not talking about Drax today. We're talking about bad guy destroyers. But I think that that's actually Americano in disguise.
1: Oh, that's Um, a weird
0: disguise. I know. None of the letters match.
1: He, his disguised self asked us a question. Are you going to the Con of Heroes in May?
0: Well, I'm certainly going. Are you
1: going? Well, this is the first time I've heard of it. <laughs>
0: well, let me tell you a little bit about Con of the Heroes then. Can you?
1: Because I don't know what this even means.
0: So, Con of the Heroes is a Marvel Champions fan convention that's going to be hosted May 20th through 22nd in 2022. It's going to be at the Game Center, which is the old FFG Game Center um, play space in Roseville, Minnesota. Hopefully it's still not snowing in May. I haven't been in Minnesota in a while, but I don't think it usually snows in May. snows there There's all year. There's going to year. be a whole weekend of nothing but Marvel Champions and other games that people decide to bring and play as well. But there'll be a ton of activities that are Marvel Champions related. Like We're going to have the whole room play Ultron at the same time and see how many Ultron drones the room can take out and things like yeah. that. Um, so if you're interested in knowing more about it, there's a channel on a lot of the Discords. You can just hop in there and ask a question to one of the organizers, which is um, Mag from Hall of Heroes, myself, and Hone, and maybe a few more people that will add soon, hopefully, spoilers. And uh, you can ask us questions on there. There's a website, conofheroes.com, really easy to remember because it's just the convention name.com
1: fantastic
0: and uh tickets will hopefully go on sale some early bird tickets before the end of this year and then the rest of the tickets will go on sale early next year
2: that sounds awful awesome. yeah I I don't know if I'll be able to make it yet uh, that's end of May beginning of June is a rough time for me to take off work so I have to see how a few things fall into place first no My worries it
1: is very similar to Mike's as a teacher the end of May is a tough time to get away
2: this is good
0: to know. Well, we'll be soliciting feedback on the date and stuff like that, because we're hoping to make this sort of like a yearly thing um, with different sort of swag each year, um, different sort of events and prizes to go through at the convention. So if, uh, if uh, uh, the end of May ends up being bad for a lot of people, maybe we make it, you know, the, the second week of June or something instead.
1: Sure. No, but it's great. This game deserves one of these cons, too. So It's, it's going to be that. super
2: fun. I'm stoked.
1: Thank you for setting that up.
2: No, if I can't make it, I'll definitely try to do it in future years, because that's this is exactly what, what the community wants, what the game needs. Yeah. Truth.
0: And I'm sure there's lots of questions about COVID-related things and things like that. Um, those will be addressed as we go on and we get closer mm-hmm. to the event. We're just playing it by ear for now and waiting to see what the world is like. So I wouldn't fret about it too much, um, but just keep your eyes peeled on conofheroes.com for any announcements that might go out. Excellent. I'm going to be the guy who mentions it. The um, Lord of the
3: Rings con just finished there. And that's a ton of fun. And you just play that one game you love so much. This should be a lot of fun. Just playing Marvel Champions You know, exclusively without all the like, interruptions of, like say, Gen Con or Comic Con or any of that other stuff where you just get to sit down and play Marvel Champions, two-player, three-player, four-player, all that kind of stuff. It, it, hopefully, I'll be able to come. But who knows? So, Right on. Yeah. Alright, so before we get into who we're gonna talk about tonight, I had one other question for you, Kennedy Hawk. I have been listening to Marvel Champions monthly, like you know, every month plus. And Sorry. you guys are you guys are currently doing a pretty fun challenge where you're asking the community to play against a certain villain with certain modular sets, and I just wanted to put that out there. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? So our Anyone who listens to us and doesn't listen to you knows about it, because it's pretty cool. It's been a lot so of fun so like the so entire far.
0: world, right? Um, mm. Yeah. So our, our show just went into its third year, and we decided we wanted to do something new in our third year. So we added a segment to the show that's called the MCM Matchup. And we very poorly named our show Marvel Champions Monthly and then decided to record every other week. So it's kind of like Marvel Champions Twice Monthly. Um, but every twice monthly episode we're going to present a new challenge to the community Um, so the first challenge was to play claw with space pirates we had a google form out there where people could submit their data we ended up having 130 people play against claw with space pirates so we could look at like what the win percentage was and what hero was the most popular um, and what the win percentage was on expert versus standard and just sort of like a community building activity there's no like who wins the fastest it's not a competition or anything like that we're just trying to get everybody to talk about like the same scenario for two weeks so every two weeks we put out a new one so the current one is challenge number two and it's one that's really mean you villain characters will like it it's Mm -hmm. it's red skull with doomsday chair and galactic artifacts from galaxy's most wanted (laughs) it's pretty brutal um, we've got yeah. like 110 submissions so far and the win rate is under 50%. So nice. I'll, I'll spoiler you with that. Fun. But uh, that one will end this Friday. We leave the Google Forms open forever so we might do something like a year from now where we go like look at them all and see how many people played after the deadline. But there'll be a new one announced this Friday at like midnight when I finish editing this Friday's recording. And I don't actually know what it is because we're rotating it around to different hosts to set it up. So... You can you can blame Adder Cop if it's something that you don't like, um, and it'll be his fault.
2: He's supposed to be our hidden spy. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, did he tell you what it is? Because he hasn't told
3: me yet. So oh. it's got to have Kang involved in it if I we think know him. Got a double agent. Yeah, uh, I got to say the current one, the Red Skull one, uh, it was pretty fun and could easily get out of hand. I put in my fifty percent win rating against it. So I played Daniel's favorite hero. Captain
1: America? Uh, Doctor Iron Man.
0: Strange. Oh, yeah, that one. Iron Man, yeah. We tried playing it last night, and we ended up with the sleeper coming out turn one, and he got biomechanical upgrades on him, yep. and it was in front of like our aggression player, so they we had to take him out. We got rid of the biomechanical upgrades and got him down to one hit point, and then he got another biomechanical upgrades, and I think we took him out like three times before we could damage Red Skull, and then we lost, so it, it went well. So that's good. Good for Red Skull.
1: Yeah, we couldn't have scripted that better. Okay, so we aren't here to talk
3: about Marvel Champions Monthly. We're going to talk about a nemesis. We're going to do a little Shadow of the Past. And we're going to talk about Drax's nemesis, Yotat the Destroyer. Now, from what I understand, this character is very involved in the Marvel Universe. And uh, everyone should know who he
0: is. Uh, but you're going to tell us you're going to give us all his quality lore so i i did actually read a lot of history on it's either yotat or yotat the destroyer i'm not honestly sure um, but he's a character that's near and dear to my heart he's been very important in the marvel universe for an extraordinarily long amount of time um, some people complained they didn't know who miss marvel was and yotat is much more important than she has ever thought to be within the Marvel universe. He's appeared in six issues of Marvel comics. That's also known as a lot of them.
2: That's more fingers than I have on my hand.
0: That's that's right. You couldn't count there with one hand, but not toes on one foot, right? Yeah. If you used a second hand, it's, it's a little more reasonable. His first issue or the first issue he was in came out in July of 2015. So he's, He's been around for longer than the game Marvel Champions. That's pretty impressive, right? Yeah. He was in three issues of Guardians of Nowhere. And you might be thinking, well, who are the Guardians of Nowhere? I only know the Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, there was a big crossover event that happened through all of marvel called secret wars where a battle world was created using like a bunch of different snippets from different multiverses and this was one of those multiverses is my understanding the guardians of nowhere where they were headquartered out of nowhere which you can get a nebulous pack right now from the asmode store so the guardians of nowhere were fighting on battle world and Yotat the Destroyer has sort of a similar origin story to Drax. Um, He was murdered, pretty much destroyed, blown up in a giant explosion, but somehow this explosion did not kill him. Instead, it transformed him into this monstrous beast that is known as Yotat the Destroyer. That's right. That's, That's pretty much his Marvel history right there. (laughs) <laughs> he he somehow survived this transformation. He ends up warping through all these incursions that are happening. That's creating this battle world for the multiverse. Um, he goes to a bar that's name we won't mention for various reasons, but we'll talk about it later maybe. And um, he kills the man who betrayed him. The man who actually like caused him to be stuck in this explosion. Rocket we are still haven't even gotten anything with, to do with drax yet rocket witnesses this and decides that yotat is a murderer because rocket has never harmed a thing in his entire life so he decides that he's going to attack him because he's a murderer yotat um, almost kills rocket but then drax steps in and rescues rocket and knocks yotat unconscious completely embarrassing him in front of all his friends and family in his very second issue of marvel comics what a jerk he gets arrested by the Nova Corps, and then he shows up again like three issues later. He blows up a bomb in Mantis's apartment, even though she's not there. He's eventually defeated by the Guardians. Um, they just sort of beat down on him. Um, eventually, he gets the upper hand, and then more things from Battleworld show up. There's a region in Battleworld that's known as like the Thor Corps region, where it's just hundreds of different variants of Thor have like created a Thor police force, and they come and arrest him and shoot him with lightning. Eventually, they attempt to kill him, and uh, they, they do pretty well, except it's left a little ambiguous whether or not he survives or, or destroys or is destroyed. After this whole Secret Wars shenanigans that like absorb Marvel Comics for three to four months, the normal Earth, Earth-616, that we all know is restored and reformed, and Yotat is shown in that universe again, um, in that sliver of the multiverse. For, like, one issue, um, he shows up and attacks the Guardians, he gets his butt kicked, and then he's out of there. And that's all we've seen about him. So he's really good at destroying. He's destroyed so much that we've barely even seen it.
1: Yeah. I mean, so he is the destroyer.
0: Well, so is Drax, so it's it's questionable.
2: But, yeah. Doesn't he have a line somewhere where he talks about he destroys destroyers?
0: Yes, he is the destroyer <laughs> of destroyers. That is uh, on one of the covers from... I think it's the after he comes back to the regular 616. So three of his issues are in this crossover, and then three of his issues are back when they're relabeled as the Guardians of the Galaxy. And one of the, the titles of the issue is The Destroyer of Destroyers is Here. So he's come to destroy Drax the Destroyer. Yeah. I mean,
1: well, doesn't it doesn't seem like you're giving us a real sympathetic backstory that I can sort of you know latch on to to connect to this guy.
0: I mean, he tried to like buy a bunch of weapons and got blown up in a double backstabbing. Um, I don't know if that makes him good because he was trying to get weapons to murder people, Um, and instead he transformed into. Maybe I mean, maybe the people he was going after were bad. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Yeah, he's he's very single-minded in everything he does. Focus. Is that what makes people want to backstab him? Yeah. Because it seems like he's getting kind of betrayed a lot.
0: I don't know if we have enough of that information yet, but I'm really hoping that we get a Yotat the Destroyer um, like mini-series or like solo series, because we really need to flesh out and understand Definitely. what drives him.
1: There's clearly some hidden depths here that we need to plumb. Hmm.
2: So, what, since we, we started discussing the topic, you said he's like Drax in that he's killed, brought back. Uh, I'm sure a lot of our listeners don't necessarily know that about Drax because that's not in the movies. Correct. Uh, do you... so my question is, why is Drax big and green? Why is Drax
0: big, big and green? So Drax was a human, if I remember right, from Earth. Um, and they didn't want to do that in the movies for some reason because they thought it would be confusing. And he's actually like a saxophonist and he's a realtor, I think. That's like his day job is he sells houses in um, on Earth. And him and his family like get obliterated. They kind of hint at that in the movies, like his daughter, he's getting revenge on her. His daughter is actually Moondragon from the Drax hero pack, um, so she's not dead. Spoilers. And um, after he's destroyed, I can't remember who, it's been a long time since I read this. You might know the answer to this. Someone reforms him as a destroyer, where they like transform him into this green brute that is destined to lock fists and destroy Thanos himself. Okay, yeah. It's like a job title? It's it's like a job title, yeah.
1: Okay, all right.
3: You'll notice that in the card game, Yotet is a Destroyer, and Drax is just Drax. He's not Drax the Destroyer. FFG mm -hmm. did not label label him Drax the Destroyer, so he is still just Drax the real estate agent, I guess. Yeah.
1: Saxophonist. Totally. Saxophonist, yeah. We know who won that war.
0: So despite there not being
2: a lot of comic history, he has a really cool nemesis set i'm really excited for this one i've yeah. played a lot of drax and i've seen this nemesis set come out a lot and i have been oh, just squealing with glee at it i have a feeling it's going to get a pretty good grade
1: can i ask a quick question about the art yeah sure, sure. well i don't really understand his suit like is that a is that a crown it's a or is helmet. it a helmet and then is he's got like goggles on He's he's got a couple interactions with the brood, which
0: is like this alien like race that looks like the aliens from alien almost. And they right, have right. like he's... all these sharp tendrils and stuff. It might be like corpses that he turned into. Okay. Um armor.
1: He does look kind of tentacle I think there's spikes. And... Those are spikes and stuff, yeah. But what's that on his chest? He looks like a walking like stalag? Might. Yeah, confused.
2: I'm confused. That is how you intimidate people. Really? That's right.
1: Absolutely. You don't want to like hug him
2: rocks are scary
3: i don't know i think the art and the obligation is more intimidating <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs>
2: all right well let's uh let's get let's to get this. to the set so as usual we start with our guests reading the the nemesis of the hour
0: all right so the nemesis is a unique min- minion Yotath, the destroyer he has one scheme and three attack and the brute trait with five health he has guard and retaliate one, and he has three lovely boost icons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like that he he has
3: guard and retaliate, so you you have to, you know I mean you gotta one shot him or you're gonna take some
2: damage just to punch through him, which that's nice. Yeah. yeah. A little low on health, but not, not terrible. Right? Yeah, I feel like that retaliates probably gonna go off. Maybe not always, but probably gonna go off once.
0: He's gonna force you to use like a hero signature card to get rid of him. Um, or you've built your deck poorly and included like uppercut to get rid of him. So, um, that's nice. Forces like a big card to remove him.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's just missing
0: quick strike and villainous. And he's got the brute keyword. Maybe that'll matter someday. I don't know. He's not our first brute though, right? No, I think Rhino's a brute I and I think absorbing man's a brute. Yeah. Yep.
1: There's gotta be more brutes than that.
0: And, uh, I think abomination's a brute. He might even have something that interacts with the brute keyword. I can't remember. It's been so long since no, I did Hulk. I don't think I don't think so. Nobody um, has anything with Baruch Bomber. Not yet. We can keep our fingers crossed, though.
1: It'll happen.
3: Um, so what Mike did was he did send us out of order. We usually do the obligation first, Mike. Do
1: we do really. We yeah. do all the time, and it's not the ho- It's not the guest. It's not the, the guest.
3: Obligation. It's one of us. Yeah, I feel better. Serious? It's not my fault. Totally yeah. serious.
1: Yeah, we 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 yeah. give the
3: guest a chance to like catch his breath. You know. Uh, really, yeah. really. Oh. How long have I been on this show? Uh too long. You probably have long
1: enough to know that. Yeah.
3: yeah. I would think so. <laughs> Maybe we haven't had a lot of guests since you've been on. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I love oh, you. Uh, didn't interrupt interrupt me either. No. Well, should we save it for the end instead?
3: Yeah. Oh wow, that's like really crazy. So yeah, let's do it.
1: Well, we can't put it in the middle. If... That would no. make no sense. That I would really make we no sense. I don't I don't think Daniel
0: now. A A plus minion. That's all I'm saying though. It's not avalanche, but it's pretty good.
3: Yeah, for a no-name
0: guy. You know what I mean? I mean, not no name, but uh, oh, he doesn't have a whole lot of story. It's pretty solid. So He gets worse, though, so I'm going to let someone read his side scheme.
1: For a guy called The Destroyer, he should be good. He should be. Right. Well, his side scheme is called "Call the Weak. Yotat the Destroyer, has made it his mission to rid the galaxy of those he deems inferior. Uh, each enemy gets plus two attack. It starts with two threat per player and has two boost icons. Yeah. Now, Kenny Dog, uh, you didn't talk about his sort of elitism or whatever in your in your history. Where'd that come from?
0: There's a lot of character growth in those six issues. That's all <laughs> I'll say. Um, and uh, it it appears near the end after he transforms. Don't worry, it's there. Okay. He's not necessarily what I'd call a good person um, in general. So I'm guessing he deems most people inferior. He probably wants to call the weak, which is everyone but him. Everyone but him. Yeah. Okay. So sure makes it easier for to do that. Plus two attack for every enemy? Pretty yeah. sad. Yeah. So he's starting at five. The villains getting plus two. All those yeah. other minions. Yeah.
2: Weapons runner. Let me throw this in Ultron. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh,
0: oh God. Yeah. all the drones. <laughs> yep. <yeah. laughs> That's disgusting. Don't even say that.
1: That sounds great.
0: It does have a very low threat. On it, which is,
3: you know, allows you, say, in Solo to really go after it quick,
0: but it does distract you enough, because I don't think you can leave it sitting there for very long. And Drax doesn't have two base thwart, right? He's only got one, so the hero this is coming out against, typically... If you're playing solo, or if you're playing multiplayer, he's going to be at the table. Doesn't have his two threat per player to compensate that. He's going to have to use an event or untap and do something to get rid of it.
3: Yeah, he may have to waste like Mantis, his ally, on it instead of using yeah. her other ability. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think this is probably the most devastating side scheme in the, all the Nemesis sets. I'm just throwing that out there. I, I think I'm going worse, to say I disagree. I think that's worse than the in the Amplifier
0: i disagree as well yeah, it's really yeah. strong but it it gets removed right. too easily i think it doesn't have like yeah. impact no matter okay, what in,
2: ter- in terms of what it does though is there a stronger effect oh for sure not
0: right if someone draws shadow of the past and the next player draws master plan and you get four threat placed on this on top of that oh, oof, you're in for a bad day i think uh avalanches is pretty rough though too right
1: this uh, is blanking. just
0: it's it's insight, and then it's a crisis icon. I think, right? So it's two threat per player with crisis, and it puts one threat in the main scheme.
2: Right. His his was bad because of the insight. Because when you pull Shadow of the Past, you get insight too.
0: I was thinking of uh, Captain America's because it comes out and damages you right away. Like there's no <clears> avoiding <throat> it. You discard from the encounter deck and start taking damage. Yeah, and that hits every everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah, it hits the whole table. It's, yeah. it's no good. I mean, it's great i'm on that show today yeah
3: yeah it's a good card
0: call the weak heroes blah
1: it's okay
3: <laughs> it's, it's okay uh, let me tell you about the next card challenge accepted is an attachment that provides plus two attack and has surge Attach the enemy with the highest attack forced response after drax deals four or more damage to attached enemy with a single attack discard this card and has one boost icon There's a lot on this card to sort of sort out, but it's going to go out on whoever has the highest attack, which could be the villain, but it could be Yotat, right? He's got base three. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And then Drax has to deal four or more damage to whoever this is attached to, not somebody else. So in a four-player game, Drax has to turn his attention to this
0: guy. And with a single attack.
3: right. And then top it up as Surge. So it just replaces itself and gives you another good card. So this is great. It's extremely
2: time dependent. Because if you've just been forced into Alter Ego or if you're just starting out, you just don't have the counters to deal that much damage when you're Drax. Yeah. Right. And then if you've got it now, is it on the character that you wanted your big attack on? I like it. It, It's a good counter.
0: And imagine this, if Yotat's out there, he's got guard, and if this goes on the villain, you can't remove it until you get rid of the guard minion. Ah. Yep. So <laughs> it's it can be really mean.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like it. So this is a nice one.
1: I don't know. Most minions are going to die.
3: I know. I like how it targets Drax, though. Like, it's I, I Drax Nemeset, and it targets oh. Drax, right? So that part's really nice. It, with Surge, it's just an extra nice little piece.
1: I guess, but most minions die when you hit them for four.
0: That's true, I guess. Yeah, but it could attach to the villain. Yeah. yeah. It's typically probably gonna attach to the villain unless you're playing a villain with three or less attack because the the side scheme adds to the villain too, right? So Yotat yeah. has three. I don't think there's many minions that have more than three. There might not even be any yet that have four attack. Um, oh, yeah. So I don't think so. Probably
2: going on the villain is my guess. And then that villain is going to destroy you. I will destroy you is a treachery. When revealed... In alter ego form, this card gains surge. When revealed in hero form, Yotot the Destroyer attacks you with plus one attack. If no attack was made this way, the villain attacks you. That's a nice little nice little bit at the end. Not if I destroy you first. And it's got two boost items. Okay, so it's another
0: assault. I think that's what Drax is actually saying in that artwork right there. Not if I destroy you first.
2: Oh yeah. Yep,
3: yep. Okay, so it's a surge and alter ego, okay. And then it targets the nemesis minion. He gets to attack with plus one. But then if that doesn't happen, the villain still attacks you. So it doesn't really miss. That's nice. Extra attack card.
2: It's another chance to get the villain to attack you who may have challenge accepted on him. Yep. Two boost icons. Yeah, and there's two of these. Yep. So, you know, once it gets shuffled
3: in, you've got, like, two assaults, these two, plus whatever else might be in there. So there's a lot of opportunities for the the villain, or at least this million kind of give you a
0: surprise attack against you. But granted, Drax wants to get attacked, but still. So.
1: I wish it did something more exciting in Alter Ego.
0: Yeah, I was going to say mm-hmm. the same thing. I really like the hero portion, but the Alter Ego stuff, I mean, I, I get it, it saves card space, and like it still gives you another card, so it really doesn't hurt the villain. But it'd be cool to have something thematic there, like what if he like just discarded your highest-cost ally or something if you were an Alter Ego, so it doesn't... like endanger the hero to death but it like impacts them right a lot of times when something like this surges and I'm an alter ego even though it surges I still feel good because I just avoided a villain attack yeah Um,
1: right
3: yeah and I guess I guess well see the thing is Yota is so nice that well if you're home resting he's he's not going to destroy you he doesn't want
0: to do that he plays fair so oh that's true yeah he seems like a fair gamer he follows the rules rules. he's a nice guy
1: (laughs) that's why he's so easy to betray
0: Oh, okay. You know? Gullible, yeah. Those gullible arms runners. He's a
1: follower. He's uh, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. I'm surprised there's no attachment for that giant gun that's in all the art.
0: Yeah, nothing. 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 Uh, I think he carries that the whole way through, does he not? It it might just, like, be part of his arm. I can't even remember, honestly. (laughs) I guess it's not in the one art, so I guess not.
1: There's some weird fire beam shooting out of his hand in one piece.
0: Yes, yes.
1: So... Pretty sweet, though.
0: I mean, 10 boost icons going into the deck. No zeros getting shuffled in, so that's good. Um,
1: Yeah. yeah. Now, Steve, we all know that these sets come with an
2: obligation. They do. And as always, we read the obligation last. (laughs) As always.
1: (laughs) Yes, Uh, we always have, Mike.
0: You're right. And we always have our guests read it. Right. (laughs) I remember this now. It's definitely not like a breather space or anything. No. So Drax's obligation is memories of another life, and it has the best art in the game. He's mm-hmm. rocking a sax oh,
2: up there. That, on the stage. That's Careless Whisper. You can see yeah. it in the art. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I Duke it was Silver! Ron, yeah, I thought it was Ron Swanson. Yeah,
1: it's Ron Duke Ron Silver. Yeah. Yep. The green sport coat makes it for
0: me. Uh, it's thematic. It's <sighs> the just fringe and everything. everything. The yeah. yellow
1: fringe. and yeah.
0: So it says, give to the Drax player You may flip to Ultra Ego form. Choose, exhaust your Ultra Ego, remove memories of another life from the game, or you're stunned. If you're already stunned, this card gains Surge. Discard this obligation.
2: I have thoughts. I want to hear your thoughts first. You guys.
3: So it, it has two boost icons too. It feels very standard. You can flip, you can exhaust, you can remove it from the game, but you don't want to flip with Drax, right? You don't want to lose all the counters you've spent all game building up. So I think... This is one of those times where you might take the second option more often than the
0: first. And the second option isn't horrible. It's just stunned. I sort of wish this said you have to flip, because then it would force you to lose all your counters mid-game and really make you feel the obligation. Whereas currently you're just like, oh, I'm stunned, so I'll use a cheap attack event and move on. Um, Yeah. Uh, But if it forced you to flip, it'd be
3: too much like Hulk. And Drax is already the better version of Hulk, so they can't they can't do that
2: too. So, go all in, come on. Yeah. I play a lot of Drax and I live in fear of this card. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, because he's enough like Hulk that he throws everything into a big punch and all of his power comes from using his basic attack. So that stun really hurts in solo especially, like that stun can be quite debilitating because you're already dealing with the usual, oh, okay, now the monster's got tough, okay, now it's got this. If you're stunned on top of what the game's throwing at you, it just it puts you behind a whole round. Mm. And that exhausting your alter ego is a death sentence.
1: No, it's not, because once you go to alter ego, you can't be destroyed.
2: And you go to, like, full health, basically.
0: So yeah. And yeah. then you start back at nothing. And it's just, uh
1: <laughs>
3: Okay, so, how many tokens could you have that would make you want to flip and do this? Like, What's the threshold of thinking, all right, I will
0: flip and exhaust my alter ego? If I'm at one token, I'll consider it.
2: Okay. Mike? I, I never flip. He, never. F- he flips to hero form round one, and he stays there.
3: Even if you had one token? What if you had no tokens on yourself somehow? I don't know how that would happen.
2: Then flipping to alter ego does absolutely nothing for That's me. It's nothing. Okay. And I want to build my tokens, which neat means the villain has to attack me. Every round that I'm in alter ego, the villain's not attacking me and giving me tokens or card draw.
0: Yeah, but you'll be able to flip up, right? If this is your encounter card, it's the end of the villain turn. Um, So you can go to Alter Ego, do any Alter Ego shenanigans you have, like, um, what is it? I can't remember the name of the card, but you
2: could heal someone in Alter Ego form. You're, th- you're thinking of every other... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, all those awesome cards that every other hero gets at Alter Ego form. Right. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: Tell me about it.
1: Wait, doesn't yeah. he have a saxophone card?
2: No.
0: no. Disappointed. Green Blazer card? Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's crew quarters it. that's what i was thinking of
3: crew quarters oh, oh yeah. so i think i think i am in agreement with kenny hawk that one token is my threshold because i'll flip a, i i lose one round and if i'm stunned i sort of lose one round like you said because i'm looking for big base attacks with my knife leap and stuff and i could get rid of this card so that it doesn't come back and i don't get stunned again i think one token is my limit if it's two or three i think i'm going to take the stunned
0: yeah i typically run a lot of cheap attack events to clear that stunned um like get over here in aggression or Physical momentum conditioning shift. yeah uh yeah athletic conditioning that's a really I good card that's it yeah yeah
2: yeah i threw in um i throw in night nurse for stuff like that yeah she's
0: good she's spacefaring it makes sense
3: and is is his saxophone playing so bad
0: that it stuns him or is it so good that it's? Stunning? No, this is this is like his memory of another life. He's like having a dream of this past oh. life, and it's like stopping him in his tracks, wishing he could be back there.
2: Okay, causing him to lose all of his rage and and heal up. Whoa. Oh, music soothes the savage beast. I got it. That's okay, right,
1: there you go. Okay,
3: all right. Well, those are some good cards, Daniel. What are we rating here?
1: Um, I tell you, I'm going to be honest, guys. B minus. Oh, this is an A. I don't get why you're so jazzed, but it leaves me just sort of, huh, I don't know what it is. I'm not, I'm underwhelmed by this. I'm so curious why you guys love it so much. Sell me. I, w- I was underwhelmed until it came out against me,
2: and then I saw how utterly terrifying it was to play against.
0: Yeah, the the boost icons are big on it. There's no dead boost icon cards, and okay. uh, it can really just ruin your day, especially in multiplayer, um, right? If Even if you defeat that side scheme and it comes back later and the second person grabs an assault, Standard Rhino now swings at you for like, or I guess it's Expert Rhino has three. So Expert Rhino swings at you for th- five plus
2: a boost with like nothing else with that side scheme out. And that's Rhino, right? Um, yeah, I, it it definitely has a, a bigger punch in the Galaxy's Most Wanted set where there's a lot more side schemes vying for your attention. Yep. Yeah, I I've, it's a good
0: set. I think it's a good set. I think what's good about it is it, it counters Drax really well because Drax is built around taking a lot of villain attack and he needs to take those attacks to get himself set up. Mm. But if this comes out, he can't afford to take all those attacks. He has to spend time getting rid of Call the Weak and getting rid of Yotat, and then all of a sudden he's at so low health he has to flip down and reset his game, and then the villain schemes and and runs away with it. So it's a really good set for countering the hero that comes with it, um, which is what I like about it.
1: Mm -hmm. I think I want challenge accepted, and I will destroy you to be better. Maybe that's it. Also, yeah, I've never seen it in action. So I'm speaking purely as a callow non-observer of this, these cards in action.
0: You know what you should do? You should play Drax against Rhino and use this as the modular set and just Ooh. see how bad it is. Oh, that's neat. Because um, that Challenge Accepted surging and then getting another card, right? So Challenge Accepted can attach to Rhino and then it can surge into a Stampede. So Rhino's attacking you for five plus a boost. And you get stunned and you gotta deal damage to him to take it off of him. Um so the, the surge on that challenge accepted, like I almost think that's one of the hardest cards in the set. Um just because of that surge can like combo into so many things. But it's very dependent. It could combo into nothing too, which is unfortunate. Yeah, true. Yeah, good combo would be
3: something that gives the villain or whoever has it attached, like a tough or rhinos armored suit, because now you're not dealing damage to the villain. <laughs> right? You gotta you gotta punch your way through. And that challenge accepted sticks around a little bit.
0: Yeah, even if it combos into his obligation, Drax has got to start over, or he's got to get stunned, and then he can't perform an attack to get rid of challenge accepted. So it like lingers longer.
2: Yep, for three turns. So Daniel, are you
3: more jazzed about it now?
1: Yeah. No, Jazz. totally. Yeah, you know, you guys sold me. You guys sold me. Um. Yeah. I, I okay. I want to see it in action. You sold me though that the the way it combos around with other stuff is debilitating so drax really shouldn't go anywhere alone is what i'm getting out of this
2: no but he does he's like all the other heroes i think they can do it all by themselves idiots they don't throw minions in front of them
1: yeah i don't think i would play drax solo
2: <laughs> it's scary it's a very risk reward playstyle. Um, it's very fun
3: now if you want to see mike play drax alone watch the video that came out last
0: thursday as of this release does yotat come out I'll have to watch it and see. Maybe he does.
1: <laughs>
0: no spoilers.
3: All right. Well, uh, Kenny Hawk, thanks for coming on and telling us all about the real destroyer. As
2: as much as I could. Yeah. Thanks for the info on Con of the Heroes. Yeah. yeah. Learned a lot. Thanks, um, man. Know roughly how many tickets will be available?
0: I think that um, we're capping the room attendance a little bit lower than maximum capacity. That way, it doesn't uh, go overboard. So I think it's like 130 seats. So it's the same number as Kyle
2: Rings. All right. Awesome.
1: Wonderful. Mike, how do these good people find us?
2: Hey, folks, what's your single minded moniker? We want to know. You can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, we're Critical Encounters. You can find us on YouTube, we're Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Fum Loaf, Wandering Took, and joining us, Kennedy Hawk. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, Tell your enemies, Yotat, destroyer, take us out.
0: You will kneel before the true destroyer.
1: Do 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 doo do 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 do